0: Welcome to the Game of Life. This is Gail Nelson, President and CEO of Big Brothers Big Sisters of Miami. And certainly our kids can be anything they want to be when you have people in their corner that can help them achieve success in life. I'm pleased to have in the studio today the founder and CEO of The Motivational Edge, an incredible program you're going to be hearing more about because we're going to partner and take things to the next level. Ian Welsh, welcome to the show, brother.
1: Thank you. Thanks for having me, Gail. Appreciate it. Oh, it's it. an absolute to be
0: here. pleasure. And the reason we're together, Ian, today is we got an alumni big brother who just happens to serve on your board of directors, friend of, the, of Big Brothers, Big Sisters. He's basically family. David Gorson, welcome to the show.
2: Pleasure. Two of my favorite people in Miami here, doing good for our community. No <laughs>
0: doubt about it. And so with that in mind, and so as I think about, gentlemen, the motivational edge in Big Brothers, Big Sisters, and... Uh, the partnership and how we take this thing to the next level. I want to take it back, as I mentioned a few minutes ago, to where it all started. David, as an alumni big brother, I remember the day you called me and said, hey, there's this place that's pretty cool. And my little brother is doing some creative, artistic things musically in this location called the Motivational Edge. So, David, just take us back a little bit in time so our listening audience can understand uh, where this all came from, brother. Go ahead, David.
2: So it uh, started out, I, you know, I had been a big brother for, for little Ishmael Jones, for some people might know from, uh, from the NOMI, um, might know Ishmael, um, who was a really shy kid. Um, he had been through a lot. He had been moved around to different family members. His dad was in and out of jail. His mom was uh, out of work. And he was, you know, real shy and looking for things to do after school coming to me saying Dave what can I do because you know his, his influences weren't so great he right. wasn't a great athlete um, and someone referred me to the motivational edge so I took him over there one day and he immediately his eyes lit up he was like this is great they he saw that they had a music studio and uh, you know he worked with Ian and the the teaching artists there and started writing his own lyrics and Wow I I was just like, hey, I'm happy he's not on the street um, <laughs> and in a safe place every day after school. And then, you know, a month or two later, I saw some of the things he wrote, and he kind of came out of his shell in a way, got to let out a lot of the emotions that he kept bottled up, and um, and he got to record his songs, he got to perform in front of big crowds, and you know, this kid who never hardly you know looked at people in the eye or had the confidence to to speak out was all of a sudden. Performing in front of uh, a large group of people, so it was it was an amazing thing to see. Um, it sort of, you know, literally showed me the power of the motivational edge and how it was a resource for me as a big brother um, and a mentor to use. Where I couldn't be there every day, I had right. a job, I had to work. I, you know, as much as my little wanted me to be there every day helping him out, I couldn't tutor him, I couldn't help him with his homework every day. Mm-hmm. Um, so the motivational edge was a great place for him to go get the tutoring he needed, and also allow him the creative outlet that he needed emotionally. <clears throat> so he was getting both the academic support, emotional support, and building a self-confidence, um, which w- which for me was was a beautiful thing.
0: And that's what all of our kids need. And speaking of Motivational Edge, Ian, you founded this place. Tell us when you – I mean, what started – I mean, not only are you a passionate guy and you care about kids, but give us a history of Motivational Edge, why you started it, and what services you offer now.
2: Woo.
1: Um, <clears throat> We only have, what, 20 minutes, you said? <laughs> uh, no, so the history, I was, I was raised to live a life of service. Yes, sir. If we have enough food on our table and a neighbor's hungry, then it's our job to help feed our neighbor. Um, so with that, I started volunteering at a young age, learning that a lot of kids weren't like me. Um, and I don't say that, you know, with any arrogance. Um, I say that because I knew how to swim from a young age. Right. And I met kids that didn't know how to swim. Um, I was very close with my father. My father came to every one of my soccer games. That wasn't the norm for every kid my age at that time. So my parents started taking part in something that was called the Fresh Air Fund. And we would adopt kids from the urban core in New York City. And they'd come live with us up in the burbs in Westchester County for the summer. And I met this one kid, Jerome. And that was a boy that didn't know his dad, didn't know how to swim, didn't know how to ride a bike. And within six weeks, we taught Jerome. We, as in the community, taught Jerome a lot of these things that... He didn't have a male figure in his life to teach him these things, or, he, or even a positive female figure, for that matter. Right. So, from a young age, it was it was really ingrained in me that if if you could and you had the ability to help, then you should. It's our duty to do that. Um, so, fast forward, the motivational edge was was started. My mother and I came up with the name. I mean, wow! I founded it 11 years ago. So, my mother and I came up with the name probably 15, 18 years ago. Wow! And volunteering in YMCAs and Boys and Girls Clubs and a lot of after school programs, I wanted something that would be the motivation for kids, but also provide them the edge in life. So the motivational edge is exactly that. We take the motivational path that that kids think this world has to offer them. I want to be a rapper. I want to be an athlete. I want to be something famous, right? That's their motivation. Well, we then infuse that with the edge. That's independent living initiatives. That's mentors through partnerships with big brothers, big sisters, and other groups. So we need to provide children the leg up, the motivational edge, but then truly build that bridge to success and career pathways and actual education attainment. And not just say that they can do, but show them truly what they can do. Um, So fast forward 11 years later, we provide academic assistance, um, dance, martial arts, yoga, uh, our space in Alapata, our campus, we have an ideation lab which brings in film, photography, um, editing of, of photo and video, 3D printing, anything you could think of with technology we wanna offer to our children. And then of course, academic success is at the height of that. So any student running a C or below in a course subject has to actively participate in tutoring. And all of this is no cost, but the kids understand that it isn't free. It's no cost to them because other people are investing into them to be able to be afforded this service.
0: What I love about what you said, not only both of you, it goes back to your core. Mm-hmm. It goes back to family values. It goes back to recognizing that just taking care of self is not enough. So the selfless uh, industry, the selfless space that we are in, uh, is it's a pleasure to serve. Absolutely. So your service as a big brother, David, thank you for linking up Motivational Edge and make, basically making the match. David Gorson, the matchmaker <laughs> now. Uh, you know, teaming up Motivational <laughs> Edge with big brothers, big sisters. And Ian, brother, it's just about to go to another level. Oh, yes. I remember taking the staff over to Motivational Edge when you were in a different space. You got, to, congratulations on the success. Thank you. Thank on you. having great leaders like David on your board and others. Mm-hmm. But now, the challenge for us in this partnership space is getting those kids, and for anybody listening, that wants to be a mentor, you know 66 We get you started, and you can join forces with us in the mentorship space and with Motivational Edge, helping these kids, you know, achieve that success, following their passions, you know, as well. So let me just say this to both of you, or ask you this, and Ian, we'll start with you on this one. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Who mentored you when you think about why you're doing what you're doing now? You mentioned your parents. Mm-hmm. And in both cases, I've never had the pleasure of meeting your parents, Ian, but the apple doesn't fall too far from the tree. And I've had the pleasure of knowing your family, David, uh, for years. So outside of your parents, who was that one person in your life that had an impact in in the mentorship journey? Uh,
1: so young age, we could say my grandfather. Okay, But when it came to that point in my life, uh, whether it's am I going to – potentially be a guidance counselor. Okay. Am I gonna be a teacher or am I gonna be an educator? Because to me, there's a big difference with you being a teacher or an educator. All right. um, and I met Donna Phillips, uh, who was my advisor uh, through undergrad and she really led me through the way to my master. So up at University of Bridgeport, Donna Phillips, uh, she was my professor, but she helped me make a decision that was morally sound and that was also driven but by what I knew would help us further ourselves and myself and that's collaboration. So if I was a school teacher, I'd be in my classroom, right? If I was a guidance counselor, I'd be in my office, still working with kids, helping kids. But if I'm an educator right now, now that opens up a world of opportunity, both stateside and international. That's right. Um, So, so it was Donna Phillips that, that I can say was the first person that mentored me professionally. Um, and then after that, the late George Sheldon, who is CEO of Our Kids, um, George and I became close over the last year, year and a half of his life. Um, and he really, he, he's instilled things in me that I couldn't get through my thick head for 30 something years. And, and George had a way of doing it in 12 to 18 months. So, How about
2: that?
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah Power, it's of Absolutely. Power of mentorship. Power of mentorship. David, who mentored you?
2: It's a good question. I I, I feel like I had so many family members that it was like a a collective effort. Um, You know, I'm sort of a a happy product of a divorced family where, you know, everyone got remarried, had stepbrothers that were a little bit older than me, that, you know, when you're looking for that sort of like male figure that's not your dad, um, that can relate to you on a different level. Yes. um, Yeah, I'd say, you know, Shout out to the Reese, the Reese brothers. Um, yeah, my mom's <laughs> second husband, he had three sons that were all like you know, 10 to 12 years older than me, and, and they oh. kind of served as that, that intermediary when I was hitting those teenage years oh, and figuring yeah. out where I wanted to go <clears throat> in life. And, and uh, I think they were very helpful for me uh, just to have that, that different point of view, that different perspective uh, on life. It was very helpful.
0: No doubt about it. Mentorship, we talked about. We talked about the necessity of just really going the extra mile for a kid, you know, as well. But now let's talk about in our final piece here, partnership. Mm. And I want to do a special shout out to the Iree Foundation. We're here in the Boogie Live studio here at Big Brothers Big Sisters. And we're about to do some incredible things in music and mentoring. Oh, yes. In the music and mentoring space. Because Mm -hmm. I think what David mentioned earlier about his little brother Ishmael and how... You know, again, having a, a trusted friend and counsel, a, a, a big, big brother, big sister, but then being able to tap into uh, the academic assistants, tap into that musical expression, if you will. Uh, and so now, in not only in this studio, but in this space, and also at the motivational edge, it's time to get these kids to express themselves. It may not be on a piano, it may be through poetry, it may be through spoken mm-hmm. word, it may be through 3D printing. So Ian, from your vantage point, I've kind of teed it up a little bit, but from your vantage point, what does a partnership between the Motivational Edge and Big Brothers Big Sisters look like from your perspective?
1: Yeah, so, so two things, right? Thinking about the kids first. It, it, First and foremost, we can serve our children better through our partnership. Yes, we can. And the second thing it does, it, it promotes an avenue for cost avoidance for us, right? I think about us having to market and do outreach to get students from local high schools well guess what a lot of those students are littles already that's right so you've done that legwork for us without even knowing it so thank you you're so, very welcome invoices in the middle of play, <laughs> <but>. <laughs> so so for that so for that it's plug and play with those littles and then i look at it for you all here at this beautiful campus if we already have the littles right by our campus in in Alapata, then why not have some cost avoidance measures in terms of your transportation costs and send those kids right to us. So it's a win-win because now we're collaborating at the, at, at, the, at, the, at the street level, if you will, to serve our kids better. But when you and I have to go speak to our boards, this is a beautiful partnership. That's right. When we can speak about everything it's doing, not only for the children, but for our organizations to move them both forward. That's exactly. So right. really it's, it's a win-win without being cliche, it really is, it's a win-win for everybody.
0: No doubt, brother, yep, and I yep. think in, in addition to that, the littles who may be right across the street at Jackson High mm-hmm. School, All the Littles that are out there, and for those who are listening to this, I want them to come over and just volunteer. Yes, yes. Get their community service hours. I mean, it's a graduation requirement anyway, but come over and mentor and just assist. Mm-hmm. Uh, with the, one of the little kids you may have coming over to the Motivational That's Edge. That's right,
1: and if teenagers in the area like soccer, Monday, Wednesday, and Fridays there we have go. soccer from 5 to 7 p.m. for the little ones. And when I say little ones, I mean elementary school. So sure. it's a perfect time for teenagers to step in and step up and, and, and mentor a little kid. And we're going to do some some
0: master classes. You go. Over, oh, yes. We're going to come back on this show, and we're going to give everybody the results. But we're going to do a master's class a uh, very creative project. I can't disclose the details yet. <laughs> but we're going to have some kids from Motivational Edge. It has to be teenagers in this particular case. And some littles. And we're going to do something real special that will unveil uh, some teasing. That's what you do in Hollywood, gentlemen. <laughs> I'm teasing a future segment. Uh, and we'll be able to talk about it. And That's they can right. have the kids in here so they can share what they learned and how they can apply it to their future as well. Speaking of future, David, as we think about those that may be listening, that um, whether it's joining a board, whether it's mentoring, whether it's supporting through their time and or other resources, financial resources, what's your message to folks out there in Miami that are saying, this is pretty cool. I thought all nonprofits competed with one another. You all sound like you actually like each other. (laughs) What's your message to those people that are listening?
2: In terms of collaboration or in terms of just getting getting involved?
0: involved. Both.
2: I mean, look, everybody's busy. Um, And I got a two-year-old. I got a wife. I got a 17-year-old stepdaughter. They're all very demanding. I got my own company. I'm trying to grow. But at the end of the day, taking a little bit of time out to be part of some organizations that are doing good for the community is one of the things I enjoy most. And and I'm always like, man, I gotta get something done and I gotta, but but, you know, you just mark that time off on the calendar or whatever it is, you put that time in. And uh, I think it's so rewarding. I think that, you know, if you wanna be part of growing the city of Miami uh, or any city that you're in and making it a better place, you gotta focus on the youth. Um, You know, if you're part of a, a community that is actively engaging the youth, to become better members of the community, to stay out of jail, stay out of trouble, do something productive with their lives. If if you capture as many of those youth as you can, I think you're looking at a city in the future that is going to be a lot stronger, um, a lot more pleasant place for you know your own kids. You know you might feel like oh well I'm I'm wealthy, I'm in a gated community, I'm I'm fine, but at the end of the day, wouldn't you rather live in a community where you don't necessarily need that?
0: how beautiful you're in, so you're investing by getting involved you're investing in your own community and at the end of the day you're making everything better and we all benefit
2: yeah I mean it's it, you know you have one life to live you know you want to you want to put a positive mark on the world and, and do what you can and you know do some of that in, in, in what you're doing in your business or in your life uh, professionally but but there's there's more to it than that no doubt about it
0: mm-hmm. mr. founder CEO of the motivational edge you get the last word today brother as you think about our listening audience today, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, uh, IG, uh, what's your message to folks who are listening? Whether it's uh, getting involved, mentorship, collaboration, just what's your message to them,
1: Ian? I would say participate and get active, whatever that means, a lot of different levels. Some of us are not, uh, we're, not we're not a people person right? So we might do better spreading the word organically through some social media mm. platforms. But I believe there's always a way to participate and be active. Uh, so that that would be what I would encourage people to do find a local group, go go to a local school, read a book to a group of kids, there there's go. so many ways to get involved that listen, it's time, talent or treasure, right? Um, a lot of us have time and talent that we can give without even realizing it without That's even right. going into our bank accounts. And And most organizations, Gail, and you can attest to this, we're looking for people's time and talent more than we're looking for their treasure in terms of their money. So get up, get active, participate, find some way to get involved in your community. That's what I would say.
0: Join the army, (laughs) I don't mean enlist, but just Mm. get on board and you get active and suit up, show up, speak up. That's right. Uh, And so David, thank you for your service to this community. Mm. Ian, this is about to get real. And I yes. just thought about, you know, I, I rarely do this on the air, but I'm going to do it today. And I know Courtney is listening, who's marketing for Big Brothers Big Sisters, and we talk about what's the name of the segment. So this show is going to be called Why Me? With capital M, capital E. M E for Motivational Edge. M-E for Mentoring and Engagement. Yes. M-E for We Can Do More uh, and Eagerly. So at the end of the day, why me? Because the cost of doing nothing. Is far too high. Join the Army. That's the game of life where everybody makes the team, but how you play is up to you. Let's go. Woo! Wow! Man, sealed it! Hey, I- this is Gale Nelson. This is the game of life.